Welcome to the Western CUNA Management School Alumni Association Frogcast. I'm Shauna Shearson from the Epsilon Class of 2007. And I'm Nate Burns from the Outer Class of 2011. Western CUNA Management School is a three-year credit union leadership program intended to give credit union leaders a deep dive into the purpose and mission of operating a cooperative business model. Unlike any other program in the industry, this immersive experience is held each year on the beautiful Pomona College campus. Come along as we jump into a conversation of head and heart. Hello, Nate. Hi, Shauna. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Excited for today's episode. Yes, me too. So let's just jump right into it. On the Frogcast today, we're going to welcome Tracy Kenyon. Tracy's career has spanned four states, four credit unions, two leagues, and nearly four decades. And that's just all that's happened so far. She recently retired after 22 years as the CEO of the Montana Credit Union League, but she is definitely not done yet. Her passion for helping people find their true potential has led her to become a certified professional coach with humanity. She also currently serves on the faculty of WCMS, where she teaches professional communication to first-year students, and she's also a reader, reader of Project Ones with me. Her list of accomplishments is very humbling for us here at the Frogcast, and Herb Wegner Award winner is among many of the awards and accolades on the list. So it is such a pleasure to welcome the ever-delightful Tracy Kenyon. Thanks for being here. I am so happy to be here with you, Nate and Shauna. Thank you. Tracy, we're excited to have you. Um, yeah, I think it's just, I'm at a loss for words here. I've known you for a while. Uh, we've met in many different venues and uh, to have you on the broadcast is an honor. So appreciate it. Thank you. So, um, I mean, Shauna could have went on and on. I'm going to go a little bit deeper into your background here, but you Oh, I definitely had to concise <laughs> that up quite a lot. No, we could absolutely. have done the entire broadcast just on a bio. You're oh, exactly. Me. Exactly. <laughs> so listen, you spent 22 years uh, as the league president, Montana Credit Union League, uh, almost two decades. So you watch technology, you watch the economy, you watch the industry change around you, right? Um, there are, you know, there are lots and lots of lots of CEOs, but there are not that many league presidents. So uh, it's kind of a two two tiered question. How, how do you handle? How did you handle just the unique expectations and pressure of that role? And then, you know, as a follow up, just so I don't forget, uh, I mean, you see leagues changing a ton, right? Lots lots of leagues are, you know, they're growing, they're merging, there's expansion, there's adding products and services. You know, talk a little bit about that need and 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 you know the purpose of passion of leagues going forward. So, but first, how did you handle the expectation and pressure being a league president? Ooh, well, Nate, I, I hope I handled it well. Um, but what I can tell you is being a league president is a really it is a really unique role. Um, you kind of straddle um this this I don't I always think of it as holding hands. So, you know, you're holding the hands of the National Association and of relationships. And um, and then you're also holding the hands of your your credit unions. And oftentimes you're sort of the, the go between. Um, and um, the the way I think that I handled the expectations and, and, the, and maybe even the, the pressures is that I always 
thought of my job as being a convener and a relationship manager and um, and just bringing people together and helping people um, serve members. I mean, at the end of the day, we all have the same job and that's serving members. So I, I will tell you too, that I couldn't have done it without the amazing team that I had. Um, I was there for 22 years and my core team was with me for an average of 18 of those years. And um, so together we, um, you know, I always thought that uh, I, I probably had half the brain and and they've, they, depending on who that person was sort of complete, well, you know, we would complete each other, if you know what I mean. I couldn't do it on, on my own, no way. Um, and I also always adopted that attitude that we worked for every person that worked for a league. Um, so whether it was the, a teller or whether it was, um, you know, their governance um, their, uh, with board members, we exist, leagues exist to serve their member credit unions. Um, and so I think keeping that front and center was probably the best way for me to sort of handle all of that. Right. And you know, that second part of that is, you know, COVID really pushed credit unions forward in a good way, I believe. It pushed us into the, the digital era and embracing technology. And again, you see leagues expanding and merging and adding QSOs. And, and so is that just, you know, in your opinion, is that just a product of the, you know, credit unions are getting bigger and complex, or is that a, just an, a growing need or, you know, what's your thoughts on that? You know, at leagues, it's interesting because we have um, we have a good number of smaller independent leagues um, and we have some larger independent leagues. And then we have um, several multi-state uh, leagues. And just like credit unions, I believe that league members get to determine what is best for their their individual league. Um, and so for some leagues, they are involved in um, a lot of other products and services. Some are really focused on advocacy. Um, in Montana, we had a strong focus on advocacy, which we um, and I uh, define in, in three areas, and that's the political advocacy that many of us think about. There's also philanthropic advocacy and philosophical advocacy. And the philanthropic advocacy is is you know giving back to your community, but it's not what sets us apart, and it's really the philosophical advocacy that that sets us apart. And so, to that end, and um, Shauna mentioned the Herb Wagner Award. The Herb Wagner Award came for from my uh, credit union development education project, which is a um, of a company that we started, a 501c3 called Montana Credit Unions for Community Development. And it really was or is a, a, an organization that exists only to serve credit unions um, it, through with financial education, financial wellness, financial um, uh, support for their members. And, um, and so I've, I was always really proud of that. And each league is unique. And so they are working to serve the unique needs of their members and the unique um, uh, the unique culture of their states. So I'm not sure if I answered that. If you want to dig deeper, I certainly no, can. You absolutely answered the question. Thank you. I think back on some of the things that you've just mentioned and all of the the great wins that you had with the league and really 
making the credit union movement stronger, especially in Montana. But I think that ripple goes through throughout the entire movement. And yet you retired. And I mean, to look at you, you might think you're a college co-ed. You certainly don't look like you could be at retirement age. You look fantastic, lady. But you, I, I just, I think about what you've done and I, I've, it can be really hard for leaders to make the decision to retire. And I've seen some of my colleagues in the past struggle with that decision over the years. And some people hung on way too long to be able to make a graceful exit. So do you mind sharing, you know, this is kind of a personal question, but your, your decision to retire and clearly you're still working, but, but I mean, that, that, that must've been a, a huge decision. So love to have you share with us anything that you're, that you're willing to. Well, first of all, thank you for your kind comments. I have a really great um, filter on my Zoom. So when I'm <laughs> down the hall, I've, I've seen you in person. <laughs> There's no false time. advertising but here. All, all day I'm on the Zoom and I walk down the hall and think, oh my gosh, how did you age that much in <laughs> 10 steps? Um, but, you know, I, um, retirement, it, I called it a graduation. So I was, uh, that was how we socialized it in, um, in Montana. Um, because I, retirement sounds like ooh, uh, something, you know, too, too old, if you will. But um, one of the things that I really started to do probably at about, probably about 2019 or so, I started to have this sense that as much as I loved being a league president, and I did, that was always my dream job. Like I, I, from from my very first credit union, when I first met the league president, I, I remember thinking, that's the job I want. And um, and so to, to have that job and to hold on to that job for 22 years and to serve, oh, I don't want to get emotional, but to serve my members, it was wonderful. Um, but I came to a point where I realized that I felt like there was something else out there. And I didn't ever want to be that person that was kind of halfway there, you know, mm -hmm. I just couldn't do that. Um, they deserved, they deserved all of me. So, oh gosh, I don't, oh, sorry for getting emotional. Um, but I, I started thinking, okay, what's, what's next for me? Um, and I, I've had an executive coach for about 12 years. And so as we started, that was one of the conversations I had with her, like, what, what am I going to do? Um, and, um, you know, I either need to really, really refocus and, and get my whole heart into it. And when I say my whole heart, I was probably, you know, 95% there. Don't think these Montana people don't think you were paying me for nothing. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, it really came to this idea that I didn't, I never wanted to be one of those folks that, as you described, sort of just kept hanging on and hanging on and hanging on and everybody was like when he, when is she going to be out of there I wanted to go out when I felt like I was still on top and I was still really really making uh, making um good good progress for my for my league um still making good good decisions um and still um adding value and um and so the idea of becoming a certified coach and um, and then getting to to go to work with Jill at at Noa um, Jill at Noaki Jill Noaki at Humanity 
um, was was really exciting. Jill and I worked together in her early days in the credit union space. Um, she worked for the Montana League. It was her first credit union job. So um, just just having the opportunity now to work in our space, making mm -hmm. a difference uh, with credit union executives is um, is is really fulfilling. Thanks Tracy. for sharing that. And, and thanks for your vulnerability and authenticity. It's, it's, uh, yeah, changes, uh, the, the endings are beginnings and the beginnings are endings mm -hmm. and they're, they're rife with emotion. So I can very much relate as someone who's recently made a change. So yeah, you know, and thank you. Thank you for letting me be, uh, well, be my true authentic self, the credit union people in Montana know I'm a crier. So I was, um, you know, I'll, I'll try really hard to sort of hold it together. <laughs> uh, Tracy, once again, in your brilliance, you 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 actually answered the the next thing that we were that we we're interested in asking you. Um, you know, and I love that um, you didn't call it retirement; you socialized as a graduation, right? Uh, I think of it as yes. What what does some people say? Uh, it's a big difference between something that you have to do and those things you get to do. So it seems like you get to continue to work in the credit union industry and helping people and we're all better and grateful for it. Ah, uh, thank you, Nate. Yeah. And I am loving, loving, loving this, this work. Um, I think that, well, first of all, I just, I think that the credit union movement is, um, is the best, best place to work. I'm, I'm married to a credit union CEO. My daughter works in a credit union. I mean, we're, we're a credit union family. And I, I think what, what we do is, um, it's truly, truly amazing. And um, the opportunity now to help um, credit union leaders individually and their teams uh, be the best that they can be and, and show up as their best selves. It's, um, I mean, I'll tell you what, to say I jump out of bed, I'm a little too old. Um, I, I, I roll out of bed happily every day. How's that? There you go. There you go. <laughs> I can definitely relate with that. Um, well, you and I are both part of the transition plan to help lead the Project One Reader Team of the future. And so I'd love to talk a little bit, as this is a WCMS alumni-inspired podcast, um, what place do you feel like WCMS has in the development path for the leaders of the of the current and future? Um, and why do you think the projects are important enough to devote your time to it? What great questions. Well, first of all, I think WMS, WCMS is the premier um, credit union um, development opportunity um, for, gosh, I, I think uh, anyone that wants to, uh, to, to truly have a better understanding of credit unions, our, our past, our current, our, our future, uh, WCMS is definitely the place for that. And I, I think that the knowledge that leaders get is, um, gosh, it's, it's top notch. It's, it's the best in the industry, but a, a second, and, and for me, you know, I'm all, all about people, um, really critical thing is the commitment to each other that WCMS alumni have. And here we are talking about WCMS with folks that have, um, I mean, one of you, what, Shauna, you're 2007, Nate, you're 2011. I mean, mm -hmm. you guys are still engaged with this community and that makes my heart sing. And so that, if, if, if someone had no other reason 
than to develop this amazing community. That alone is enough reason to come to WCMS. Um, however, the opportunity for the engagement with the, the type of folks that, that uh, WCMS brings for, um, for their, their um, educators, um, for their thought leaders, it's, it's, it's truly amazing. Now, why do I think the projects are important enough to devote my time to? Um, reading projects is, Shauna, you know this, and Nate, you know, that. I mean, and probably much, all of you that are listening, or many of you, you did the projects, you know how much work they are, you know how long um, they can take, and, um, you know, and grading them um, is, it's, it's, a, it's a commitment. Um, but I'll tell you what, and this is really selfish. I learn so much from reading the projects. I learn, I learn so much. And in addition to that, um, I think it's really amazing to watch people grow and develop through the project. And, and I, I say that because um, the project one is a retrospective look um, at, at your credit union. Um, and yet at the end with the change, um, recent change, so some of you maybe didn't have to, to do this part, but um, you know, you, you now get um, a topic to, to talk about and to, um, to, to sort of steep into um, how does that fit in your culture or what would you do with, with this information? And you really get a chance, at least I do, I feel like as a reader, I get a chance to take this journey with um, with uh, the the author um, from the start of their credit union, getting an opportunity, and maybe for the first time for some of these folks to sit down with their board chair, their supervisory committee chair, find out what um, what uh, motivates them to uh, be volunteering at a credit union, um, all the way through. Then this this notion of hey, here's an idea. How could this benefit our members? And it's 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 a it's an exciting time of year for me when I get to read projects. I really do. Um, I really do love them, and I read them like a book. I read them cover to end um, because I think that's how they were intended. At least for me, that's that's the way that I I like to read them, and and I enjoy giving feedback to students um, so that they can do um, their best work. Um, for their next project. Outstanding. Hearing you talk about it um, gets me excited because one of the re reasons that I continue to read projects is because I feel it's so important. Yes, the feedback is important, but knowing that the students have put in all that work that someone will notice, really, because it's not about the reader, it really doesn't matter. But to mm -hmm. the student, they, I don't think they would be able to learn all the things that they're able to learn about themselves and their credit union if they didn't know that somebody like you was going to be pouring over it on the other side. And that that's, that's uh, I don't know, it continues to be important. I love reading them too. I love reading a handful of them. <laughs> One year I, I had 24 assigned to me and that was too many. And, yeah. and um, when I was a student, Diana Dykstra read all of them. And the class size was like 120. I don't know how she did it. She's a magician, but uh, yeah. 
anyway, but I, I thank you for collaborating with me and I'm looking forward to helping lead the, those projects into the future. Gosh, uh, this has been me too. Me too. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. It's been a fantastic conversation. Um, as I said, you're ever delightful and the, and, uh, just love, love your spirit and, and hearing from you. Um, one of the things that I'm going to take away that I really loved, it was, um, actually at the beginning of our conversation today, you talked about managing pressure by thinking of yourself as a convener and it's, instead of thinking of yourself as, or I'll say for myself, instead of thinking of myself as the leader that has the ultimate responsibility to think of myself as a convener of people to help enhance the talents and contributions of all of the folks, um, all of the team members, all of the people, all of the members, um, what, whatever the group may be. And that really does take a lot of pressure off and uh, probably helps a lot with the ego too. <laughs> oh, that's, thank you. Yeah, Tracy, I, I love, and one of my biggest takeaways is, um, you know, the reasons why all of us are in this industry, it's it's merit, merit of things, but you outlined those three advocacy pillars and said that the philosophical advocacy was 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 the most important, had the biggest impact. And if you know, you heard my intro, the credit union industry itself is built on the pillar, the philosophical uh model of the cooperative principles, right? So um you stay true to those foundations and we can't help but have a tremendous impact on people's lives. So um, it was great to hear that, you know, it won you or Wagner war, not that's why you were in it, but it's still a great recognition that that, that founding tenant, right. Just rang true throughout your, your career and you, you live it. So thank you so much for being on the show. Um, Everyone, this is a fantastic show. If you like this episode, please subscribe, rate us wherever you get your podcasts. If you have any feedback or want to recommend future guests, let us know at WCMSalumni.org. Thank you for listening to the WCMS broadcast today. And until next time, always start early. And start often.